Welcome, gorgeous humans, to a special little three-part series around brain, body, and behavior, and an introduction into the M-Rose framework. This series is my official launch in the new direction for M-Rose coaching, and it's basically a little glimpse at everything I will be teaching and everything that you can get excited about learning. To those of you who are new here and those of you who have been around for a while, let me introduce myself. My name is M Rose. I am a business, brain health, and personal development coach. I'm a multi six-figure business owner, and I have had multiple six-figure businesses ranging from a booked-out beauty salon, beauty service educator, and a product and e-commerce brand. Now I am combining the passion that I have for science-based personal development with the experience that I have in business. And every day I get to work with humans who want to create big fucking lives for themselves. And how do I do that, you ask? Well, I educate powerful humans on the innate systems, processes, and functions of something that they already possess, the brain, the body, and the behaviors that leverage the capabilities of both of those things. I encourage change in the narrative around what it means to create a big life by choosing to focus on the science of small behaviors. I educate on the tools behind the tools. I remove the bullshit. I make science sexy. And most importantly, I show you how achieving everything you've ever wanted for your life gets to be really fucking easy. In this three-part series, I am going to give you an overview on the functions of your brain and your body that you should give a shit about and how to leverage those functions with the small actions and choices that you make every day. This series is inspired by Your Power, my signature three-month course that is enrolling now and kicking off in just a few weeks. It's also inspired by the Your Power 7-Day Compound Challenge, a challenge that will be starting next week before the three-month program begins. This challenge is an immersive experience for you to start implementing scientifically-backed behaviors that are going to optimize and nourish your body and your brain health. I'll be taking you through the challenge myself. I'll be giving you a list of behaviors to choose from every single day, and I'll be educating you on how you can best implement them into your daily routine whilst building awareness around the differences that it makes. Not only will every person in the challenge walk away having created a game-changing foundation in how they show up every day and a new level of understanding of the functions of their beautiful system, but one person inside the challenge is going to win free enrollment to your power. To join the challenge or jump into your power, both links are in the show notes. We are going to kick off part one by starting with the beautiful brain. We are going to look at a brief overview of why we should give a shit about the science of our brain and what core functions of our brain we can actually utilize to back everything that we do when it comes to growth and personal development and business growth and just showing up as a fucking badass human. Our brain only makes up 2% of our entire body's weight, but it uses 20% of our entire energy. So it's safe to say, if you weren't already aware, the brain is pretty fucking powerful. So there are a few key functions I want to introduce you to when it comes to the brain. The first one is neuroplasticity. 
If you've been around here a while, I have been talking about neuroplasticity forever, which should have been the real hint at where I really wanted to take this business. But neuroplasticity basically puts to shame the phrase, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? It's the science that proves that you can, in fact, at any age, rewire and restructure your thoughts and your skills and your behaviors with enough intention behind it. Neuroplasticity shows us that we have the capacity to change. The actions we take, the fears that we have, the beliefs that we hold, the thoughts that we have, none of it is permanent or none of it has to be permanent. It also shows us that the things that we fear and in particular the things that we fear that are holding us back from growing ourselves or growing our business, we actually don't have to fear them forever. It's proof that if we believe we're not good enough to achieve a particular goal, we can change that. It's proof that when you do something for the first time, you're only going to do it quicker and quicker every time you do it again. If you're someone who doesn't feel worthy of, say, being a six-figure business owner or you have beliefs that hold you back in getting there, like you don't know how, you're not good enough, you don't think it's ever going to happen to you, whatever you think, whatever your beliefs are, you're going to be right. Your belief is going to pair with your feelings and your emotions and your actions, and they will all contribute to making you operate in the world where you're only going to reinforce and collect the evidence towards that particular belief. I'll give you an example. If you have the belief that you are not an attractive person and you're never going to find your soulmate, you're going to walk into a bar with your head down, right? You're going to miss out on all of the heads you turn as you walk in, you will close yourself off to anyone at the bar approaching because your body language will tell them that you're not interested. You will literally close yourself off to opportunities of meeting your soulmate because of the belief that you hold of yourself. So with that in mind, I want you to actually have a think about all of the opportunities that you're potentially missing out on or not taking up because of the beliefs that you hold of yourself or the idea that you're not good enough at something yet. Neuroplasticity is the scientific proof that you can do and be anything that you desire to be. And I fucking love that. It's the proof that you can change anything that you want about yourself if you want to change it bad enough. All right, Jeffrey has just come and popped himself on my lap. So if you hear him sucking or making noises, he's literally mouth up to the microphone right now because he is being very clingy. <laughs> anyway, closely linked to that example that I just gave on neuroplasticity, I have this absurd fascination with another function of our brain that you should care about called the reticular activating system, also known as the RAS. So the RAS is a filter for, I guess, incoming sensory information, right? It determines which signals coming in are relevant and should be noticed by your conscious brain. It acts as kind of a gatekeeper and it's either going to allow important information to reach higher brain regions or instead it's actually just going to filter out the irrelevant stuff. So the RAS's role is to actually reinforce what's in your subconscious. If you have a belief that is along the lines of, again, I will never find my soulmate or nothing ever works out for me or I will never have a lot of money, 
you're going to be correct. The RAS is going to be the one that's responsible for filtering out those opportunities, like the example that I just gave in the bar, right? You are always going to be closed to opportunities of making more money and you're not even going to try. You will actually completely ignore the very good looking potential partner at the bar waiting to get your attention, right? Your RAS is not going to bother sending you sensory cues up to the receiving parts of your brain because it's not aligned to the thoughts that are up there, right? It's not aligned to the beliefs that are happening. Your RAS is an automatic process and it actually doesn't care whether your thoughts are good or bad. It doesn't care whether your thoughts are harmful to your growth or beneficial to your growth. It is only going to automate what is already sitting in your thoughts. So once we utilize neuroplasticity to rewire what's sitting in our thoughts, the RAS will automatically back us up and present us with opportunities aligned to what those thoughts and those beliefs are. We can now start to see with this where things like daily affirmations have a role when it comes to personal development. We have the ability to change what we believe about ourselves. We have the ability to change what we believe our lives are going to look like. And once we actually rewire and change that, we have something like the RAS that's actually going to start to show up for us. It's actually going to start giving us or showing us opportunities that were probably always there. But now it's actually deciding that it's in line with what we're thinking and so we actually get to be open to them. There are so many functions of the brain that are so cool to understand when we look at developing our human, so many so that there are hours and hours of content inside your power just on the brain alone. But for the sake of the mini-series, I'm actually just going to drop in with some quick facts to show you how You have the ability to leverage your brain and in particular your subconscious towards creating whatever it is that you want to create for yourself. So fact number one is your subconscious mind, which is a part of our brain that's basically the autopilot. Your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So with what we now know about neuroplasticity, when we think about visualization or scripting or doing something where you are truly placing yourself and thinking about and imagining the life of your dreams, your subconscious doesn't know whether that's actually happening or not, right? It can't tell the difference between you making that up in your head or you actually experiencing that. And therefore, by visualizing what you want your dream life to look like or your dream business to look like, you are training your subconscious to see that you are actually capable of achieving that thing because you're doing it, right? It doesn't know that you're imagining it. It just sees that you're doing it. So you're showing your subconscious that that is the reality that you're going to achieve. So you're actually going to then in turn rewire the beliefs that you don't deserve or you cannot achieve or you're not worthy of that thing because your brain already thinks that you have it. One of my favorite studies uh, actually tested a group of basketball players, right? And they tested them on their ability to free throw, right? Basically, they had this group of basketballers and they measured their success rate and their ability to do free throws. I don't know the language, but 
one third of the group was then told to go down to the courts every single day and practice every single day, right? One third of the group was told to do nothing, right? Uh, Don't bother, sit at home, don't even think about basketball, just don't bother practicing. And then the third third of the group was told to spend 30 minutes a day visualizing themselves taking successful free throws, right? Just sitting on the couch, thinking about the fact that they're getting shot after shot after shot in the hoop. The hoop? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, they did that. They came back. They tested their success rate in the free throws again. The first group who practiced every day saw clear results that they'd improved, obviously, right? They've gone down, they've practiced, they've done the thing, they're getting results that they've improved. The group who did nothing saw no improvement, shock horror, and the group who just visualized practicing saw improvement. They improved their skills in getting the ball in the hoop just by visualizing, just by thinking about it. The visualization still fired all the same neurons in their brain boosted the neuroplasticity and literally strengthened their skill. That is the power of your fucking brain. Fact number two, I want to talk about what your inner child really is. And a lot of people jump to thinking that our inner child is a very spiritual approach to personal development, which it can be, absolutely. But actually, there's some science behind it. So our inner child exists because the core of our subconscious thoughts and the core of our beliefs are wired by the time we're seven years old. And so a lot of the beliefs and the thoughts that we have as adults or, you know, the way that we behave or the way that we feel can come back to something that we observed or learnt or experienced as a child that is leading us to hold on to that particular belief. So When we do inner child work, we are actually rewiring our subconscious mind and beliefs that come from our early years. The way that we think and behave, the actions that we take, the decisions that we make, everything, everything is 95% influenced by our subconscious mind. So if what's going on in our subconscious mind isn't serving us well, if our beliefs aren't serving us well, if our thoughts aren't serving us well, our conscious mind doesn't really have a huge chance, right? Which is why we do the neuroplasticity thing. We do the inner child work. We rewire the thoughts going on in the subconscious to change the way we show up every day. And because a lot of our subconscious was wired and built by the time we were seven in what we observed and what we saw and what we learnt, that's why it's inner child work. That's why we call it inner child work because we are going back and we are rewiring the beliefs that that child was told was correct and the way to believe and the way to behave if that's not something that actually serves us. And the last fact that I want to give you is a very relatable one. And I want to know, how often do you find yourself having the best ideas in the shower? 
right? Or maybe it's when you're driving. We shouldn't say it out loud, but when you're driving on the same route as you do every day, maybe that's when you have a really good idea. Or maybe you have it like when you're falling asleep or in the middle of the night. This is because during those times when you're doing those things, you are likely going to be operating in either alpha or theta brainwaves, potentially hovering somewhere between the two. At any point on any given day, we are operating in any one of four brainwave states. We will be experiencing fast, rapid beta brainwaves when we are awake and alert. You know, usually when we are experiencing beta brainwaves, it's during when we're thinking, when we're problem solving, you know, when we need high focus, uh, when we are kind of, you know, reading something or working or scrolling sometimes depending on the level of scroll that you're on. Um, but usually it's in we're in a very heightened state. Then we have alpha brainwaves, and that's usually when we are, you know, much calmer, we're still awake and alert, and we are extremely aware of our surroundings and what's going on, but not so much in complex problem solving or fast activity. We might be doing a slower activity you know, maybe walking and listening to a podcast or reading a book and and not so much focus thinking. Then we have theta brainwaves. And theta brainwaves are essentially the brainwaves we're experiencing when we're in that stage between being awake and being asleep, you know, when we're kind of falling asleep. And it, it's very similar to being in a really deep meditation state. And then eventually we hit delta brainwaves, which is basically we're in a deep sleep. We have a more direct access to our subconscious and to our thoughts and to our creativity when we are in alpha and theta brainwaves. So when we think about being in the shower, we're actually not very likely to have a direct focus on what we're doing, right? We shower every day maybe twice a day, we're very likely not in beta brainwaves because we don't actually have to focus very closely on anything. It's not like it's like, I'm going to put the tap on. Ooh, I'm going to feel the water on my skin. I'm going to think about taking the soap out. I'm going to think about where I'm putting the soap. No, we don't think. We do it every day. It's autopilot. So we are more likely going to be in alpha brainwaves and therefore our thoughts and ideas have more room to come through. And will come through at times when we're not fully focused on something. So that's why you'll find you have your best ideas in the shower. The amount of videos that I have jumping out of the shower, recording, making sure that I um, get down the content idea that I just had. <laughs> and again, this is where, you know, we can see how something like meditation can work for us. But we're going to touch on all of those behaviors and all of those things in part three. I'm sure you can tell I can talk about the brain forever. I am obsessed with the brain, but these are supposed to be short and sharp episodes and I've still got body and behaviors to talk about. So I will chat to you in part two or even better, I will see you in the challenge on Monday or enrolled in your power where you can start to deep dive into your brain, body and behavior and step into the creation of your big, bold life. Love you. Bye.